This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drink wise. Lots of questions relating to the Gary Lineker situation. I will refer all those questions back to the main body. We we had a crack at it, whether it was accurately reflected in how I'll, we discussed it. I'll start with one. Fred Nurk via Twitter. Just a shout out to Damo. Great interview you did with Chris Scott. Brackets, any mention off camera about the infamous New York Halloween incident with Brad? <laughs> Which you have beat up over the journey. Um no, we didn't. Not not on this most recent occasion. We didn't do it. But um, caught up with Chris again at the uh, just very briefly, Hutchie, at the season launch the other night. Yep. And other people saw us talking or wondering wondering if that was the topic of conversation. Oh, I can't wait for you and Brad to lock horns this year, Essen and Brad and you. I are good mate. <laughs> despite when, what you tried to do, despite you being thrown in the cobwebs. Lordy, well, hello, Lordy. Lordy loves your retelling of the, of the cobwebs. <laughs> and for those who don't know what we're talking about here, Hutchie has got a sportsman's night take on no, a, little, a little situation that developed some music. Brad ago. Scott, where he ended up in the yeah, Halloween. Where you and I didn't talk for a week. Halloween cobwebs. Uh, okay, this is uh, Jim on Twitter. What are you both fitting off the tee? I imagine Hutchie smacking them 250 plus and Damo getting the same result with his nine on. Jim, I'll tell you this. <laughs> I, I hit driver when you shouldn't hit it. Damo hits iron when you should be hitting driver. No, so I, well, when conservative I, when, off the tee. When Gary oh, gave me his driver. just could go off to the right. No, I no. better be careful here down actually, the middle. I actually outdrove you a couple of times that day. Oh, mind you, I put more balls into the rough than anyone. Conservative, but, Jim. Yeah. Conservative. No, nah, I only play golf one way badly and hard. Uh, here we go. Oliver R on Twitter. After a great first call of the supercars... And Shane Van Gisbergen refusing to answer any questions at the Sunday press conference. Do athletes have a duty to speak to the media to help support the, the sport they compete in and make a living from? Great question. I, I did catch up with some of this Shane Van Gisbergen situation. He, he didn't speak, I, I think, after he got disqualified on one of the days on the Newcastle race. Yeah, I think I would say as a rule, motorsport is at the pointy end of being really good at this. I would agree with that. Availability. Too. Yep. That was an outlier, and I think they would be having a fairly strong chat to him saying you should talk on okay. young, I would assume, yeah. Can we then go down the line to the AFL and, and maybe tell some athletes who never speak, hello, Dusty Martin, hello, Buddy Franklin, without a sponsorship deal going? Yeah, they, yeah. they should be. And, and, and I'm not one to say they've got to speak every week, by the way. I I, I think the I mean, the mystique that Dusty's created for himself by not speaking is, is pronounced. The lack of availability still is a major issue in the sport, and I'm fairly consistent with that view, as are you. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen this before. Down on the farm, when listening to SEN, I hear advertisements for the Sounding Board podcast, and they always are the same in that they clip up Hutchie making a valid point, or they have Damo as the butt of a joke. Who does that? Um, my question is, who cuts up the audio for these clips, and does Hutch have a say? Well, let's do, she, jo she joins us now, Jane Neal. Dan? Uh, <laughs> Jane, what, are you doing this? What happens Are here? you making me the butt of a joke? I, I just grabbed something that... Jane, if, if Dan on the farm is right... Cut a fresh ad, please. I'm going to have to look at the uh, the trend analysis, Dan, because I'm sure I try and keep it even. But yeah, my bad. You, you've gone red. Case. Dan's clearly onto something. <laughs> the, the promos do run a little bit more the further away you get from Melbourne, and the more available inventory we have, they can True. age a little bit, Jane. I must admit. So <laughs> keeping them fresh is key. <laughs> and if Damo does, yeah. and if Damo does say something uh, silly. 
I think it's our obligation <laughs> to acknowledge that. that. That one time in the eight years we've done this show, you changed something you found it. <laughs> we'll have a weekly promo review, boys. I'm sure Hutch has got half an hour to go through them with me. Got to leave that WE stuff. It's just a foreign language to me. Um, JD, on their new podcast, The Rabbit Hole, Tim Watson talked about how in 2001 he got the Channel 7 weekend sports presenter role, but no involvement in the AFL coverage, and the salary was still 300 k a year. Good luck to him, but for about 15 minutes a week of on-air time, does that seem a lot back in 2001? The numbers back then, Hutchie, were probably... He was a just very important figure. Was he? Yeah, Tim, very important figure at the 7 Network at the time. I'll answer the question honestly. I didn't hear the Rabbit Hole yet, but I will listen to it because it's on my list. I've heard most of what they've done so far, but not yep. all. Um, Jay, have you seen this question on the next page? It's actually it's right up your alley. When you haven't got the rights, no. your sports presenter and your AFL figure becomes even more important. That's why I think Tim it was a smart decision by seven. Oh, that was the year that nine had it to invest it? in Tim. Yeah, you, you you would see some humour in this question by Jared Moore, I think, Hatchy. By who? By Jared Moore, top of page. Oh yeah, yeah. Will Tom Brown, Tom Brown, Tom Brown, and Damien Barrett start a <laughs> podcast to go against? <laughs> Mitch Cleary and Sam McClure. <laughs> I saw it dropped. I saw a TikTok. It's dropped, has it? I saw a TikTok. The, the tradies? Yep. The tradies? I saw Dylan Buckley the other day. He, he was happy that we discussed it on this show. It was a TikTok clip. Was it? Yep. Just just listen to Gettable, though, with Kel Toomey and Rolly Beveridge. Yep. We, what about me and Tom, you reckon? Will that work? I think you and Tom would be a great podcast. I don't. <laughs> I like it. How would that work? So you haven't, li- you haven't even respected your colleague, former colleague, Mitch. Oh, I didn't know Sam it dropped. No, hang on. We, we pumped it up. Well, we, you didn't know it dropped. You don't, I, don't pay any attention to these things. Did you know it dropped? I saw, you, I saw you, a TikTok clip. One yeah, clip on yeah, TikTok. What did they say? Not a whole lot that was interesting, oh. to be fair. Well, you don't like either of them. You didn't speak no, to Mitch for three years after he decided to leave I'm you. I'm a big fan of both. And, and you, don't, you clearly don't get on well with Sam. Uh, Premier, okay, Chris Gauchi on email. My question is for the commercially oriented Hutchie and former Premier League cricket writer, Damo. <laughs> India is a Shipping world... Shield cricket powerhouse and a financial behemoth of sport globally. How is it that their sight screen technology consists of two blokes in thongs holding a white bed sheet? Hutchie, surely this is a partnership opportunity with 40 Winks or Captain Snooze. I think 40 Winks would be a great fit, no doubt. I did notice this. I had a laugh at this in the venue in Delhi. It is yeah. funny to watch. Like, it is literally just a sheet. And sometimes it doesn't go right. The players are waving, <laughs> going, move the sheet to the right. <laughs> Uh, John on email, with another transgender application, this time in the NBL 1 women's competition, how do these sporting bodies deal with these likely increasing applications in the future? Should it be a case-by-case basis where the players' physical attributes are measured against the safety of players? I do not envy these sporting bodies having to make these decisions. Nor do I, John. I think it's an incredibly complicated area, one above my intellect and means to understand it, and I watch the commentary with interest. Uh, why can ESPN not provide a feed of the Super Bowl, this is Chris Whelan on Twitter, with the American ads would bring in a new market of people watching a much bigger audience to see the ads. You and I are on record on this. We think that's a better model. Please give us the American broadcast, not the the Australianised broadcast from over in America. That's, That's the one thing you don't want. Yeah. I watched on Sunday on ESPN, we saw a wonderful game of, wonderful game of NBL game four. Right, fantastic, sensational. And then this you, is the one, the one by the Breakers to yep. make it two all. Yeah, and, and I reckon ESPN is just magnificent in its coverage of Australian basketball. Got the NBL on there, the WNBL, got all the NBA. The one area I would ask them to think about is the Australianised Sports Centre and the token mentioned Aussies off the top of the 
local window. We don't need it. Just give us the American version. It just dumbs it down. Yeah, and it's better. Yeah, the Americans are always do it better when it comes to TV. I agree. Um, Out of time, Damo. You don't want to answer that question from another one, from Jared. One. Okay, this is Jared's gone twice today, Hutchie. Uh, given Hutchie was so critical of Channel Seven letting Mitch Cleary do a podcast, what are his thoughts on Kane Corns now writing for the Age? Is there a risk of Kane diluting his product? Kane used to work full time for us. He now no longer does. So he's a really? he's a so you don't own him anymore. He's his own man. He used to own him. and no, never. But we, he's his own man, and he provides services to people, us. Told people you did and others. Provides services to us and others, and so that's a, that's his and, he, and print is very much. He's a great columnist, by the way. He so is. that's I'm glad he's bobbed up at the age. Yep. Mitch works for Channel Seven, and so why they let him do the tradies, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> that was question time on the sounding board for Drinkwise. <laughs> if you're choosing to drink, it, choose know. to Drinkwise. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board Questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.